to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Martin L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. This week, we're concluding the Affirmation and Authority series. We hope that during these series of messages that you've grasped an understanding of how affirmation and authority can work together. The scriptural background for today's message comes from Hebrews, the third chapter, verses 12 through 14, and serves as the backdrop for part one of the message, praise and encouragement are important. I want to thank you uh, for standing with the ministry and for standing with your purpose, for every act of kindness throughout the year. I'm encouraging you all for every act of kindness throughout the year. I said I'm encouraging you all for every act of kindness throughout the year. For the rapport that we develop here in ministry. Hey, BJ. <laughs> man, come on, man. Hey, baby. You blended in, man. I didn't, I didn't see you until just now. You know when that baby, see how young that child is, your child? When you were that young, your mama brought you to me. When you were that young. I came to the hospital right after you were born. And she, she let me hold you just like you're holding that baby. There's something about you, son, that touches me. I don't really give a flying flip about how you run on a football field. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't care. You wouldn't eat beans when you were a little boy. And she came to me and said, he won't eat beans. I said, BJ. You said, yes, sir. I said, eat your beans, man. You said, yes, sir. And started eating them just like that. God put us together. Now you have a child of your own. I want you to do right. When you're in town, I want you in church. Okay? Don't have me to come out there and find you. <laughs> when you have a relationship, you can talk to your sons and your daughters like that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's a good man. Just needs some instruction. I want to thank all of you for your commitment to the ministry and to the word of God. I'm watching you grow. I'm watching you struggle, but I'm watching you grow. Jay Lamar, I'm watching you grow. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what I saw at the, um, at the uh, Christian Education Christmas program. I like what I see. You're growing up, man, in the fear and admonition of the Lord. See what I'm doing? I'm encouraging. 
I like the way you show kindness to your fellow comrades. <laughs> it's good to be here. I see you working and wailing and struggling and you're still standing. This has been a difficult year. God has been faithful to us. And we need to acknowledge that without him, we can do nothing. To those who don't understand, they'll just say tenacity and strength and education has brought us through. But uh, those of us who know the Lord, we know that it takes him to make us strong and to, to bring us through. And I'm grateful. I need to talk about praise and encouragement because they're needed in bringing forth a family. There is a difference between praise and encouragement, and I'll show you the difference so we'll have an understanding. Encouragement is like oxygen to the body of Christ in the life of a church. It keeps our hearts beating, it keeps our minds clear, and it keeps our hands inspired to serve. And so I want your heart to continue to beat. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of the bride would say to the body of Christ, allow your heart to beat for the things of God. Become addicted to the kingdom. There are people addicted to many things. Some are addicted to energy drinks. Some are addicted to Snickers. <laughs> Some are addicted to Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Some are addicted to sex. <laughs> Some are addicted to reefer. I want you to be addicted to the kingdom. Some people are addicted to sports. But you need to be addicted to God. I'm talking about crave it. I think I shared with you all like Joe said, you need to fiend for it. I'm fiending. Hearts need to beat for God again. Minds need to be clear. Not the fog that we experience many times. The fog of uncertainty. The fog of loneliness. The fog of sickness. Let the word blow out the fog in your mind. Remain clear and resolute. Let nothing hinder you. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke apathy off of you. That lethargic spirit about the things of God, I rebuke it and cast it out. And allow your hands to remain inspired to serve. Actually, as we serve our community today, be a part of serving the community, not taking, but giving. We need more hands in the new year to serve the people of God. We need more servants of the Lord. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. If you're taking notes, and I hope you are, please make sure you write this down. Praise and encouragement are very different. We need both praise and encouragement, but they're very different. And I'll lay it out for you. Praise always focuses on what we think or what adults think or feel. It often includes, as we think or feel, 
state, statements like, good job, you did good, that's praise. You're awesome. Praise statements, usually when we're dealing with children and children need praise. We'll say things like, I like this about you. I like that about you. <laughs> when kid gets new shoes, I like your shoes. I like the way you stand. Actually, you're sending a subtle message to children to say, my opinion of you is good. My opinion of you or what you've done is good. And my opinion is important, which it is. Children need to hear from their own parent praise. And for religious people who say we only praise God, you're not living in a real world. You better praise your wife, you better praise her, you better praise your husband, you better praise him, and you need to praise your children every day. They don't take the place of God, but praise is to, is to speak about things that you like about them. And let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Amen. At the same time, you can praise a person and not be in the same room with them. The Father seeks such that would worship him. In spirit and in truth. And you don't worship anybody but God. But you should praise your family members constantly. Especially children. The older you get, the less you should need praise to work at that high level. The older you get. Actually, uh, young boys don't need, shouldn't need fathers, biological fathers to be there constantly after 18 or 19. That's how it should be. But we know that we're underdeveloped and over-nurtured. And so many of us still are looking for that when we're 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 years old. If you need your biological father, that means you're still an adolescent boy. And that's legitimate if you need one. If the father is gone, find a church family so you can connect with and get everything you need in the kingdom because there's no lack in the kingdom. But we need fathers, and if you didn't have one growing up, there's something missing. Maybe it's a lack of praise. I hear your mama screaming in the stands saying, good job. But we also need it from our fathers. If we don't get it, we'll start seeking for it through ladies, females. How did I do? What do you think about me? Am I good to you? We want praise, so don't tell me you don't need it. Because you all, we all do. It's, a, it's like a fifth level need. You need water, you need food, you need romance. Third level need. And people do things just to get affirmation. Just to be praised. Children who are praised tend to do things so the praise can keep coming. In other words, if you praise them for painting, they'll paint more. If you praise them for getting a good A or a good grade, they'll try to get another good grade. If you praise them for cleaning a room, I don't know what they'll do. Uh, I don't know why they're so untidy. I think we all are, right? A little untidy. 
You can bless them with a great Christmas. Two days later, everything is disarrayed. I don't understand. Encouragement is a little different. Encouragement is always tied to the effort made, not to the end result. You praise someone because they got a touchdown or they ran 100 yards. But you encourage them because every day they practice. Every day you get up, you eat your breakfast, you go to work, you go to school, you don't skip. I don't know what grade you have. I don't know what you've accomplished yet. But I see the journey, and it's marvelous. We encourage people because of the effort they're making. And that's something that's missing in our community and in our church. There are people who get up every week and volunteer their time, not only at home, not only what they do at the job, but at church, they come in and pour themselves into the moment. I want to encourage you in the name of the Lord for the effort that you're making. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know. But I do see the effort, the torque that's used to make things right. Again, we praise because of what a person does or the accomplishment they make. We encourage them for the effort that they're making. And it's missing. We should encourage people who would never get a, a trophy. Or not the ones that we pick out. The ones that stand on stage. But when you see someone giving their all, you should encourage them. Kids respond to it. It helps build character. Life is not about ribbons and trophies. Life is about character. Encourage the character traits and the stature that's being developed. I think I've shared it with you before. If repetition is the mother of skill, here comes the father this morning with some instruction. You encourage the repetition. You encourage the repetition, but you add instruction to make sure you're not doing the wrong thing over and over. Because there are people who are repetition. We all are, are slave to habits. And you must subdue bad habits by introducing to your life a good one. We talk about New Year's resolutions, right? But right now, you don't need to make a New Year's resolution. Today, make a decision that you're going to change and you're going to do better. You're going to add some things to your life and take away others. I read the Bible through and through every year. But this year, I decided to not wait until January 1 to start. I started last week. So I've already gone through the book of John. And I'm at the seventh or eighth, seventh chapter of the book of Genesis. So I read an Old Testament book. And then the New Testament. And when I think you'll finish the New Testament first, then I go to the book of Psalms. 
And by the time I'm reading from Psalms right, going right, or going toward the New Testament, I'll catch up after a while, I'll get the Psalms, and then I'll start doubling up on the books in the Old Testament when I get to the Minor Prophets. Well, that's a habit, right? If you don't have that habit, I'm telling you your life will be different next year if you start that. If you just read the Bible, if you listen to it. Because when you read it, you'll hear the word of God saying something. And when you go to do something that you shouldn't do, it'll speak to you. You'll be like, whoa, you shouldn't do that. If you don't have that, you'll do whatever you feel. Whatever you feel. Whatever comes to your mind, you'll just do it. Have no heart, no soul, no conviction at all about it. And so I want to encourage you to develop some character this year. Read the word of God. Stop hanging around people who are always patting you on the back. T get around folk who are going to tell you when you're wrong and tell you when you need to straighten up your attitude. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. I have people in my life that aren't impressed with me. And it's a good thing. Encouragement sets up your children for success. If it's hard for Mike to read, instead of waiting until he wins the um, spelling contest, encourage the fact that he's reading every day. If it's hard for him to comprehend, don't wait for him to get an A. Encourage the fact that he's trying. And you'll set him up for success. One of the hardest things to do is to expose your weak side. And growing up, I always had to read things twice to get it. Now I can appreciate that. Because once I get it, I've got it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I wish I had a photostatic memory. I wish I could just glance at it and I get it. But that's not me. I have to get in, in, in the grind and read it twice. And think about it. But once I got it, I've got it. And you may have children that way. Encourage the fact that they will read it twice. And not just praise the ones who get it immediately. And if you're that good, why aren't you a doctor? If you're that smart, why aren't you in school? Why won't you finish anything? If you have a handle on it, why haven't you accomplished anything intellectually? If you don't have to work at it, you should be the best at it. And if you're the best at it, you should be a mentor to someone else. If you're that good, where are your protégés? Where are the people that you're passing on information to? Where are they? You should be able to point to them. Children need encouragement more than they need reinforcement. Let me say it again. Children need encouragement more than they need reinforcement. Encouragement is more important than reinforcement and even praise as it relates to self-esteem. 
Reinforcement doesn't build self-esteem. Having your own room doesn't build self-esteem. Never worrying about money doesn't build self-esteem. Having a brand new bike every week doesn't build self-esteem. What builds self-esteem is encouragement. You must speak it. You must share it. Actually, you'll work better in the kingdom because everything in the kingdom is void. In spirituality, as it relates to God, is voice activated. And so when you speak the word, life is administered when you speak it. You can't encourage by being silent. You must say it. Great job. Look at the effort made. If all of us were to be really honest, we're adults and we need it. Don't let a man tell you I don't need it. He needs it. I don't care how quiet he is. He needs it. He needs to be encouraged. And you have the key. So unlock this gate and release it. I need to be encouraged. I get it all the time. I get it all the time. People talking about what they don't like about me. But what do you like? Is there anything? Then let me know. Let me know you understand. Say it. Put your hand on my shoulder and tell me I'm somebody. Tell me I'm going uh, up and not down. Tell me. It goes a long way. You encourage me, you may be encouraging another thousand. Especially these little girls, they need it. I believe you're a great mommy. Stick with the child. Speak to her. Don't stop. God will bless the effort, baby. You have a great gentle spirit. Speak to the baby. Release it. There's nothing like a mother's love. Nothing. There are mothers who pick up uh, uh, Volkswagen Beetles when their child was underneath. Where did you get the strength? I don't know. All I knew is I heard my baby scream. And supernatural strength is administered. There's some powerful women in this room. Learn from them. They've been in the grind for 20 years, 30 years. They know how desperate taste. And you get with them, they'll encourage you. Who else is being dedicated? A mother having a child who's being dedicated. Anyone else? sit up on the front row. Eric, bring your baby up here. I need you close to the fire. Over the next year, I don't want you taking up a seat in the back. First thing you do is go to the back. I need you to push up. Amen. If I was in college right now, as old as I am, I'll be sitting on the front row. Care about what the kids say. Look at him. Look how old he. I wouldn't care. I'm not here for you all. I'll be sitting on the front row listening, and if people were talking in the back, I'll turn around looking at them. Let them say something like, "What are you looking at?" I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm here to get education. That's how focused I am. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, 
Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth Revealed at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2440. That's reference number 2440. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. In the hustle and bustle of everyday living, sometimes we miss moments, intimate moments with our children. And that is, I believe we need to pull them close, look them in the eye, and say, I love you. I'm with you. And I would like to encourage you today. Don't allow the sun to go down without you pulling your children close, up close, same air close, and tell them that Jesus loves them. But remember to tell them that you love them too. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.